This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Y'all, first I just want to say thank y'all for your patience. These episodes have been coming out On inconsistent days, right now, if I'm being completely honest, ever since I had my son, I am still, and he will be six months old at the end of this month, I am still finding my groove with everything. Because not only did I have another child, but there are new dynamics into my day. So like um, my oldest started school. 
I recently uh, had to put my son in daycare. I let my nanny go. It just wasn't really working out with the the baby. You know, every different kids connect differently. And it just wasn't, it was no longer the best situation for the baby. It was great for my oldest, but not for him. So I put my um, baby in daycare. So now I have to like take one to school, take one to daycare. Like there's other dynamics that are being added to my day. Uh, my husband now, he has a new job that God has blessed us with, where he has, to, but he has to go into the office two days a week. Great for him, but again, a difference in our dynamic. And with Anchored Media Studios, we've been doing so many amazing things to grow the business, having events, and we, we're getting a lot of bookings and things like that. So now having a business with the physical location that I have to go to, again, it's just a lot of different dynamics that are new. And I'm finding my groove of, okay, what is the best time to put the podcast out? Which day should I record? Which day should I release it? Because I like to plan, especially when we're talking about scripture and Christ, I plan my episodes. I don't like to plan them the same day I record them. I like to go in on my notes and make sure I got all my scriptures and the context and all of that organized and then record it on a different day. So right now I'm like, okay, Mondays have been good to get the content put into my notes and then recording it on Tuesdays. But I haven't landed on what day the show I can commit to just yet. Because like I said, there's so many different dynamics now. I um, am still finding my groove. So thank you guys for your patience. Um, The last couple of weeks has been coming out on Tuesdays. So I'm still figuring it out which day is going to be the release day. So we'll see. We'll see. So make sure you subscribe so that when the episodes do come out, you get that that notification. So today's episode, we're going to talk about business and specifically how to create predictability in your business. Y'all know I do not subscribe to the hustler's mentality at all, not even a little bit. I am I don't believe that we should be slaves to our businesses and especially with us being faith-based entrepreneurs who are Holy Spirit-led in our lives and our businesses, there's an element of flexibility that we need to have. But the reality is when it comes to your business, you have bills, you have expenses, you may have contractors or individuals to pay. So you need to have some predictability financially in your business and have a steady stream of income that's flowing in month after month, year after year. And it's that predictability that allows you to be flexible. So if God says, hey, I need you to not work on business today. I need you to spend today praying and fasting. You're not worrying about, oh, what about money? I was supposed to go live. I was supposed to do uh, send these emails. I was supposed to have this meeting. I was supposed to do this. I was supposed to do that. Like It just eliminates that level of anxiety, for lack of a better word, because you created a business with a predictable stream of income. And a part of that does have to do with you trusting God. Like if he tells you don't work on your business today, you have to have trust and faith in him. Absolutely. But you still want to make sure that you're breeding and creating a business model that has predictable income. Even as someone, if you're a family person, for me being a mother with young children, it's important for me to be flexible. It's important for me to serve my household in a way to where if my husband says, hey, I have a meeting that's running late. Can you go get the boys even though I was supposed to get them? Sure. I need to be able to accommodate that and go pick them up. If my kids just, if I notice that they need me, 
right? So especially when I first had my baby, my son, he needed my oldest. I have two sons. My oldest, he needed me. He was seeing me with the baby primarily. He's watching me breastfeed. He's like, well, I used to have mommy all to myself. So he needed me. And I needed to be able to accommodate that one-on-one time. And there are moments now where I'm like, okay, he misses me. You know, he's he's dealing with school and all of these other things. He just wants to spend quality time with me. I need to be able to shut things down to accommodate that and without compromising my income. And thank God I've been able to breed a level of predictability in my business to where I could take a day off. I could take a week off. I can be flexible because of the business and the way that it's been set up for both businesses. And so today I'm going to talk to you a bit about creating predictability because especially with us being in the fourth quarter, I know that you're brainstorming on behalf of your business. I know that you're maybe brainstorming on how to start your business. And I don't want you to get so caught up in, you know, maybe the fun stuff or the marketing or uh, whatever the creative side is, whatever side you gravitate to. We all have a part of business that we gravitate towards because we like it the most, right? I gravitate towards like the strategy part because I love it. I love to be able to solve problems and put things together and strategize on how I'm going to do that. Like that's what I love. For some, it may be I love the creative. I love to do deal with the web design or the logos or the social media and the content. You may gravitate to that because it's the most fun. So whatever it is that you're gravitating to right now, I want to draw your attention to this particular need because as you're planning for your business, especially in 2024, I want us to build businesses that are sustainable, businesses that are not in the red every single month, businesses to where we can handle our expenses and also make money, businesses that provide us freedom and flexibility because outside of whatever your mission and driving force or purpose is, that's the point. Right. That's the beauty of entrepreneurship, flexibility, freedom of your time. I love to be able to to go on a field trip with my kids in the middle of the day. I love to go take myself out to eat and be straight chilling while everybody else is at work. The freedom of time is just beautiful. But in order for you to do that and you not to be a slave to your business, you also need that financial freedom as well. And so that's what we're going to talk about. Now, I'm going to just give you five things to consider as you're planning for your business to create more predictability. So the first thing is to, of course, plan, plan and plan some more I am a huge fan of business plans. I know this grind culture is like, you don't need that. Just go do blah, blah, blah. Cool, cool, cool. What I love about a business plan and why most people that I work with, I make them do one is because it forces you to really think long term about your business. We need to play the long game as it relates to these businesses and not the short term. We need to really think things through as it relates to our businesses, not just say, oh, I want to start this. I want to start that. Who are you starting it for? What is it that's going to make your business stand out? Who are your competitors and why do people love them? What gaps are they leaving in the market that you can fill with your business? Really thinking things through and planning it out. What is my pricing structure? What are my what profit margin do I want to stay within? When we get to the holiday season, especially if you're a product-based business, how do I price my, my products in a way to where I can 
accommodate the fact that the holiday season, there are a lot of deals and sales going on. How can I accommodate that without shooting myself in the foot to where I'm not making any money? How do I price myself where I have room to provide discounts? When it comes to a service-based business, what do I need to set my price at to where I'm not pricing out my ideal client, but I'm also honoring my time and the commitment that it takes to provide the service that I'm providing? So really thinking these things through and not just jumping straight into it is important because when you plan, you're creating the, the foundation or the platform for the predictability. So that's number one, planning creates the platform for predictability. And you can do this through a business plan. You can do this through planning financially. I suggest this no matter where you are in your business, if you're early on, and let's say you're not at a space where you can retain an accountant, you should be at a space where you can at least go have a, a, a consultation with an accountant and let them know like, hey, I'm looking to create predictability in my business. I'm looking to make this amount. This is what I offer. These are my expenses. What do I need to do? Help me create a financial plan that I can work over 2024. That's going to take me to these goals. And check in with them quarterly. Budget in your expenses that I'm going to check in with my accountant every quarter. I can't bring them on monthly yet, or if you can do that, but if I can't bring them on monthly yet, let me just check in with them every single quarter so they can continue to clean up my books, or maybe they can just review everything that I've kept good records of and give me feedback and guidance. This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But 
Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Do the same with a marketing company. When we first started Anchored Media Studios, Thankfully, I'm married to an accountant, so I have a benefit of uh, baked in free accounting services, <laughs> but um, I went to a marketing company. I'm like, hey, I ain't got no money to be bringing nobody on retainer. We don't purchase this property. I have you know, mortgage, utilities, all of that. I don't have a budget for this to be a monthly thing, but I'm going to create the budget for us to at least create a strategy. And then by nature of what I'm good at, I can take it from there. But for right now, we I need a boost and a jumpstart in somebody else's brain that's going to help me achieve my goals of, of course, bookings and leases and things of that nature with the studio. So that's what I did. I went to a marketing company. They were actually having a, um, a sale at that time. I was like, perfect, to where I retained them for all of our initial marketing and branding. So they created the logo, which I am so in love with. They created the logo. They created about, I want to say 60 or 90 days. I can't remember. Worth of content. They did our initial brand shoot. Just everything to really get us started and to generate a plan that I could then take and implement for us to reach our goals. So as you're planning for next year, I suggest that you do that as well. Find a marketing company that you can talk to to say, hey, I know that marketing is the vehicle that drives sales. So I need a sales strategy or a marketing strategy that's gonna help me reach my sales goals. And I don't want you, cause I can see it now, you're like, Tatum, I don't have it, I ain't got it. Listen, when I first became an entrepreneur, I cleaned buildings for extra money to pay for my business coach. My parents own a commercial cleaning business. I took a job and was like, hey, let me clean some buildings for you. Pay me instead of the contractors or whoever else y'all using because I need money for this this business coach that I'm hiring because I need to figure out how I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur. And that's what I did. I would go from, and at the time I had a youth program, I would go from work to my program to the doctor's office and it was disgusting cleaning up them doctor's offices but i did it for the extra money so that i can invest in my business and i was able to do it and i got that return on investment tenfold 10 plus fold so do what you gotta do to invest that same grind and hustler mentality that you had do that and apply that to generating the funds to invest in your business now we got instacart DoorDash, so many options for you to generate money on the side. Let me tell you, 
if Instacart was around and um, DoorDash was around, when I first was invested in a business coach, please say less. I would have been living at the grocery store. What? I would have been zooming up and down wherever to drop off food for people so that I can invest in my business. But at that time, I did what I had to do. So I took up the extra job because essentially is what it is, is an extra job. I took up an extra job to invest in my business. And then also I cut a lot of my expenses. I was eating spaghetti, peanut butter and jelly, McDonald's or nothing at all so that I can reinvest in my business. And investing in things that matters as well. Like I, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I want to get to my next point. But invest in the things that matter. A lot of times we paying for photo shoots when it doesn't even matter. You don't even know how you're going to generate a sale. You don't even know what sets your business apart from the next business that does the same thing as you. But you got cute pictures though. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm not even going to go off on this tangent, but it's so important we invest in things that matter, making sure our finances are going to be in order and that we invest in things like the accountant that's going to teach us how to how to keep appropriate records for our business, investing in the legal side to make sure we're protecting our intellectual property and or we're not impeding on somebody else's intellectual property that's going to shoot us in the foot in the long run investing in marketing and not just social media because that's all we seem to know these days, but really understanding as an executive, what type of marketing is going to be the most beneficial for my business and then investing in that. And that's why I encourage everybody to do a business plan because it forces you to think the big picture through and then you can make a decision as far as what upfront cost makes the most sense for you to be able to create that predictability. I spent way more time on this first point than I wanted to, so this might be a two-part episode. So let me go to my second thing to consider and I'll probably end it here for part one. The second thing to consider when creating predictability in your business is diversifying your revenue streams. This is important because economy changes, people's situations change, industries change and you want to have multiple ways that you make money so if one thing is impacted it doesn't completely derail everything that you have going on i saw this in my business especially at the height of the pandemic when the pandemic happened at that time i had the podcast where we are monetized via advertising dollars and then i have anchored media which is a podcast marketing company where we do events we have products and services where we help people make impact and income through podcasting so one of the ways that you diversify your revenue streams is business to business versus business to consumer and i have a blend of both in my businesses and honing in specifically on this 2020 time, my B2B dealings dealt with the advertisers and the brand deals for the podcast. And then everything else was business to consumer. So when the pandemic hit, I saw a huge shift in both of those things. B2B went down. <laughs> B2C skyrocketed. Because what happened was with this huge change globally, businesses got scared. So they started hoarding their marketing dollars. So advertisers started canceling ads, pushing stuff back, putting things on hold. So all that predictability I had when it came to the business to business side totally got disrupted. In contrast, 
On the business to consumer side, consumer spending skyrocketed. Everybody's at home now. They making the same money, but spending less because they, they don't have to go anywhere. Um, people are now more into self-improvement because they have more time on their hands because they don't have to go to work. So they're investing in that. So I saw book sales and product sales and things go up, listenership going up on the podcast, even though I couldn't necessarily fully benefit off of it on the brand deal side because of what was happening there. Um, A lot of people are now wanting to start all their passion projects that were otherwise tabled because they didn't have time because they're dealing with work and kids and all of that. So now they have more time on their hands. Now they want to start their podcast. So my course sales, event sales, podcast planner sales, all of this skyrocketed based upon what was happening in the world. And if I would have only had business to business dealing, so if I only had the podcast where I'm monetizing via advertising dollars, then my business would have been non-existent. But because I have multiple streams of income and a balance of B2B and B2C, I was less impacted. And the increase in the B2C side supplemented what was lost on the B2B side. And looking at the economy now, things are tough for consumers. My B2B income is doing extremely well, but my B2C income is struggling a little bit in some areas because everything costs a ton. (laughs) I mean, I went to the store the other day. I bought two onions, y'all. I did my grocery shopping. I forgot some onions. I went to go to the store. I bought two onions and they were $6. I said, what in the world is going on? It is ridiculous. At at this point with the cost of food, it's cheaper to just eat out. So it's a lot going on in the economy. Consumers are, people are still spending money, but the necessities are so expensive that discretionary income is going down. So people are still spending, but they're looking for more of a deal right now. They're being smarter with how they're spending. And so things that people may have had discretionary income for before, not quite now. So I've seen that impact on that side. But the B2B side, (laughs) these brand deals are beautiful because everybody is competing for the consumer dollar. You see Amazon did Prime Day in October because they're like, okay, I know everybody's going to be spending money on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We're going to create something totally new for October so that you can spend your money with us before you spend it with everybody else. So brands are getting creative and looking to uh, maximize or capitalize off of consumer spending right now. So for somebody like me who, who has a platform and does brand deals, it's great. They're spending more money with me so that they can reach the consumers. And that is able to supplement from the downtick that I might see in my own B2C sales. So being able, again, to diversify your revenue stream, and I'm specifically talking about B2B versus B2C, and there are other ways to diversify your revenue stream, and we'll talk about that next week. I just wanted to paint the picture on why it's important to have options. So that one thing, one situation, one pandemic, one um, shift in the economy doesn't totally derail everything that you're doing. That's going to help create that predictability. 
So I'm going to end this episode here because we're already at 20 minutes and we'll pick up with other ways to diversify your revenue streams. And then of course, other ways to create predictability. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any business questions, uh, send me an email, Tatum at TatumTamia.com. Or if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can drop it in the comments and I will be open to answering some business questions as well. I love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you next week.